All right. They say we live. Make sure the audio is good as usual. I guess that's going to be like an unofficial intro to let everybody know that the audio is good. <laughs> well, we always do this. We always have some type of like layover from the pre-show going to the main show, and then we go into our intro. So they they know what they know what the deal is. Right. They're pretty much. Um, what's going on, Pooh? I see Pooh already in the chat. Okay, I hear Twitch sounds good. Okay, YouTube sounds good. All right, episode 104 of the First and Frame Rates podcast. Like I said, we are dual streaming now on the podcast, um, Twitch and uh, YouTube. You can find us on both sides if you decide that you want to use Twitch, if you feel comfortable over there, or we'll always have YouTube. Nevertheless, if you can't listen to the entire podcast, which we wish that you guys could, um, you can always listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. That is going to be in the link of, in the description of the YouTube side. Now, if you're on Twitch and you're listening to us, you can always go just search us on iTunes, first and frame rates, SoundCloud, same thing. Um, this is going to be somewhat of a shorter episode because of the Game Awards. I know Pooh just put that up there. I do want to take a peek at that before I go to bed. You guys just don't know. Me personally, I've been very appreciative of what's been going on on Twitch. Got a, a handful of followers that's just coming through and following the channel, watching the content, live streaming. I'm definitely going to be doing that more often. I'm sorry, DJ. I know you said that uh, I'm hogging up all the time, but this is what the people want for the most part. They're actually, I'm getting a lot of reception. And on top of that, this is making me want to play sports games again. I'm actually having a lot of fun. So shout out to everybody. You can follow me over there on Twitch. Just search BF Baller. Is is also you know where the podcast is going to be as well. Um, other than that, we got two topics. We'll talk about the first part of the NBA season, and I found a story about NFL healthcare fraud. Yeah, uh, I, I saw that. That's, you saw it too. Yeah, I, I thought it was very interesting. And outside, a lot of Redskins on that list. I know that's another reason why I wanted to. That's another reason why I wanted to put it on there because I wanted your take. And uh, uh, outside of that, everything is just status quo. Um, we all know where um, how everything is as far as uh, um, the NFL is going and how everything is going with uh, um, and no, uh, what that's the only sport out right now, isn't it? Wow, what? another sport? Just the NFL and the N- NBA is out right now, right? You got hockey, but yeah, hockey you don't just, really uh, talk yeah. about it that much every now and then because it's really yeah. just myself and Bills that that follow. I mean, I, I, yeah, I only follow it once it gets to the, the end of the season around the playoffs. I usually start watching it then. Which, which it makes sense um, for casual fans to wait towards like the end of the season because to tell you the truth, the playoffs are better are second to none when it comes to the excitement level. And the and the let me see and the parody that happens in the playoffs because we like I said the last two years we've seen two new Stanley Cup champions but we've seen some top teams getting knocked out either the following year or you know that year from two years ago it, it tends to happen all the time in with the NHL. Okay, I put the link, which is kind of redundant. I put it on the Streamyard, the link to the Twitch channel, but it went to the, the link went to Twitch as well. I should have. Well, anyway, it's on both. If you guys want to subscribe to the or follow me on Twitch, that's where it is. I really appreciate it. Uh, other than that, um, let's get right into it. DJ, how you been? This? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right about hockey when it comes to me. I, I, I admit I am casual, and I've learned a lot about hockey from DJ. And um, 
pretty much that got me into really playing hockey games because I played them casually, but like the past few years, he's been the main reason why I've started to watch it. And I actually learned the rules through him. So I, I really appreciate that. Um, nevertheless, Bills is going to be late from what we hear. If not, he's on a conference call with his uh, music career. So shout out to him. He has a lot of things going on with his career. Um, a lot of things are moving. So be on the lookout for him and his music. Um, nevertheless, DJ, man, what's been going on with you the past couple of days? Man, nothing much. I'm still, like like I was telling you, BF, earlier about fighting this uh, ear infection. And just, you know, it looks like I'm coming around. But my left ear is, just to let everybody know, my left ear has been kind of blocked up. So I've been working at it the whole entire time. So, uh, this has really been going on since uh, Thanksgiving. So I've been just fighting that and tr- trying to keep up with everything. Um, been playing. I played a little bit of State of Decay 2 last night. I haven't really gotten back. I think this is probably the real reason why I haven't been writing on my um, blog site because I've just been focused on just getting over this ailment. All right, all right, okay. No, I understand that because I had it a couple um, months ago and I didn't have an ear infection. I had a clog in my ear because on my job, I wear earpiece. Like when I'm driving, I can actually hear what's going on or, you know, while I'm driving, I don't have, I have hands free while I'm driving. So um, I've had an earpiece stuck in my ear and I had just a bunch of wax in my ear and it's been clogged for like at least two weeks. And I've, it took me like two and a half weeks to actually get it out. So I know exactly what you're going on. No infections outside of my son. My son had two ear infections in both ears and he acts mm-hmm. like nothing's going on. He's still playing around like everything is cool. Mm. I don't. I mean, he's a strong little kid. I, I don't. Yeah, know. because they. Because I'm like, I've done research on ear infections, and it just seems like it's funny. We're on a sports channel. We're talking about ear infections, right? But nonetheless, <laughs> the funny thing about ear infections is that it's not one way it pops up. It could be. I I remember I had an ear infection after I suffered a concussion, and I talked to a doctor about that, and that was something that they no one's ever heard of and i've told that doctor to research that right because because wax is normal it's a normal defense mechanism from um particles that enter that try to enter the body just like your nose hairs protect collect the dust as they enter your nose and then eventually your nose runs to eject everything so too much of it obviously causes problems and sometimes the sick the signals to the production of the wax goes haywire and all of a sudden it produces too much clogs your ear and then fluid can build up and i me i was on the extreme thing end of things when i was an infant almost died from it Mm. so yeah definitely when it comes to infections don't play around Right. Um, Chris Thomas, appreciate you coming through. Ravens Nation as usual. Daniel Daly. And you already know Spectacular Pooh, man. I was thinking about it the other day. You're probably like two steps away. It might be getting your wrench back. I don't know yet. I have to talk just to him. Just give about him back it. his wrench. Just give it back to him? You, you think yeah, so? just give it back. Yeah. Give it back to him. He, he, he's been suffering long enough? It was petty why we, gave, why we took it away in the first place. So. <laughs> oh, okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, I would add another condition to that, but that would be petty too. Too late. You want it, but too late. Shut up. <laughs> um, you want to you want you want to talk about these? Um, well, 
Bill's got all the information on the NFL score, so I don't know what to say about that. Um, I guess when he comes in, we'll talk about it. I guess we'll jump right into the NFL, I mean, the NBA season. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to say about the season so far? Because um, I'm just looking at the standings. Bucks at 22 and 3, Lakers at 22 and 3. They're looking. Um, they're looking really good on both ends. I haven't watched many games. I'm I'm just gonna be honest. I haven't watched many games because my Bulls aren't doing a damn thing. They're nine and seventeen right now. Uh, I watched a few things that they do stat wise, but right now it looks um like Daniel Daly just said. That's one thing I, I kind of figured out when all these transactions was going to be made. Daniel Daly said the East ain't weak. I agree, um, and that's a good thing because it, that's been a been a mantra for like almost a decade now, probably a little longer than that. The East, I'm mean not the East, but the Miami Heat are actually looking pretty good at 18 and six. That is like the biggest surprise. Uh, any thoughts on what you got that that jumps out at you, DJ? See, I wouldn't think Miami Heat would be a surprise because they built that team and it's basically around uh Butler, so they yeah, have but, but they just, they they just got him this year, though. That's what I'm saying. But, but here's the thing with the Heat. I, I think they also they came up they were in the playoffs last year weren't they? Well, you know you're right. The Heat was actually pretty so that, last year. You're right. Wait, they're pretty, they're so pretty to good. add a, a another uh, to add a superstar player of uh, Butler's. Oh talent, no, I take that back. I take that back. They missed the playoffs by th- two games. Okay, they missed it by two games. But okay, because Orlando made it, but it was a close. It was, yeah. it was close between those two teams. I mean, not only that, they did play good ball. And with all things considered, playoffs or not, the, the Heat did play pretty good ball. I agree the, with that. The season before that, they won the Southeast Division. So to tell you the truth, they've been flirting with being in the playoffs and being 18-6 and six at this point. I'm not really shocked by it. They've been building for this and the opportunity to add, add a butler to the uh, – to the franchise just puts them right there in the thick of things. You, of course, you got Milwaukee at 22 and three, the Celtics at 17 and six. Uh, Philadelphia is right in there in the top four. Uh, the Raptors are where they need to be. Um, I think everything pretty much is all expected outside of two things. I didn't think that he'd be number two right now. And I honestly, and it might sound like a homer to me, but I honestly thought the Hawks would be better. Because of the pieces that they did draft, and Trey Young is actually playing pretty well, I actually thought they'd be better than six and nineteen. Oh, that that the East is going to ultimately uh, work itself out. Uh, looking at well, I'm going to look at the West real quick. Lakers and Clippers are doing what they're expected to do. Um, I'm kind of shocked that I think it's because of the the power additions of the Lakers and Clippers. That I'm shocked that the Nuggets are sitting at number five. Right. So uh, Dallas doing very well. Uh, let me see. But it's funny. I'm sitting there. I'm looking at where the teams kind of drop off. They drop off around the same six and seven spot in the uh, in the standings. So you had the Utah Jazz and Sacramento Kings. Uh, Utah's 14-11, Sacramento Kings are 11-13. and 13. But you know what? With the Nuggets being number five being a surprise, if you really look at the standings that they're up against, they're only like a game and a half or, or up to two games outside of being where they were last year. So it's not it's not that – I'm not going to say it's a surprise. It's just like they're not really out of position. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they're, they're yeah. only a couple games out. Yeah, I kind of figured it was because of – and really, you talk about if – 
if the Lakers don't make those additions and the Clippers don't add uh, PG PG and Kawhi Leonard, then it's just like, well, Denver could be sitting at number three. Right, um, that's what I'm saying. I mean, not even – and I'm looking at it even outside of those, the Clippers and Lakers. I mean, the Nuggets are 14-8 and the Mavericks are 16-7. and seven. Those are literally like three, two or three games out of – I mean, you can flip-flop them on any given night when it comes to one team losing and one team winning. So it's not like they're number five and there's a big gap. So I don't think – so for the most part, they're not necessarily, you know, out of position. But, yeah, five is a little – you say it's slightly surprising. Mm-hmm. I thought the Jazz would be a little better, though, at 14-11. Now, they, do, they do have talent. The Blade, the Trailblazers is somewhat a disappointment, too. I didn't think they'd be under 500. Now, good thing that NBA.com did their uh, – I don't know if they, they've had it like this, but I'm now on to the stats because okay. you know how people like to talk about stats. I don't really like to talk about stats too much, but we just talked about the standings. So we're going to look at the league leaders thus far. Uh, obviously, James Harden is leading the league in scoring with 38.7 yeah. points Lord. per game. Good Lord. So and his efficiency rating is at 34.3. Uh, it seems like the average around the league is pretty much like high 20s from what I'm looking on here. I'm just scrolling real quick. Yeah, it seems like the mid to high 20s is like the what average. link? What, what link you got? I want to make NBA.com. But let okay. me, I'm, I'm on the same thing too, but I'm looking at the stats and then oh, scroll yeah. down. Oh, okay, I see, I see, I see. I got and it. then I scroll it. down to the very bottom. It'll say league leaders. It'll take you to one where you can sort it out. You can sort it out through mm-hmm. per season. I got it. Okay. I pulled it up. I pulled it up. I got it. And it also has advanced filters too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at that on the end on the on the last tab. So if I'm looking at points, okay, and then Giannis is at 30, which which for me growing up in the 90s, 30 points per game used to always lead the league but again james harden is just scoring at, at will uh yeah he's having 38.7 100 effort towards that offensive side of his game because you know there's zero he gives zero fucks about defense <laughs> uh luca's up there he's at yeah, I, was drinking I'm sorry. I was drinking something too <laughs> uh, and but here but here we go Trey Young, Bradley Beal, both very close at 27 points per game. See, this is what I'm talking about. See, you got players that are playing this good, and especially for Atlanta, Atlanta has a lot of talent around it, albeit being young talent. And I know like what Daniel Daly, um, yeah, Daniel Daly did say, mm-hmm. he said that John Collins is out and suspended. You still have enough talent to be better than 6-19. to 19. That's just my opinion. Oh yeah, and my bad. It was Jimmy Butler. I just I'm not good with first names all of a sudden unless it's visually in front of me. So yeah, Jimmy Butler was who I was saying. Right. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um Daniel Daly says something is going on with Mike Conley and, and, and Mitchell. Do y'all know anything about that? I I haven't been paying paying that much attention to the to the to the season to see if there was something going on between the two. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, you don't have much going on in the league as far as outside of basketball. It's just everything is on the court, which is a good thing because the NBA dodged the bullet. 
The NBA could have been in a situation where nobody wanted to watch them because they nah, got away they from ain't that. that bullet. No, no, they got away from that China nah, shit really No, they did. I would say this, DJ. They got away from it fast enough. I'm not going to say they got away from it. They got away from it fast enough so it didn't affect <laughs> As too fast as Dollar uh, Jr. got away from Smitty? <laughs> <laughs> could be. <laughs> But no, but on the floor, I mean, they, I mean, they tried to keep it focused on that, and and as far as basketball overall, I think we're getting pretty decent basketball outside of the the, the blemish with James Harden's play. I think all other teams are playing pretty good. So, um, okay, you hear me? Yeah. No, 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 we can hear you. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. Daniel Daly said, just on the floor with them, offense continue to look stagnant. Hmm. Wow. I can I, I can see that because when you look at Conley and you look at uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell, they're kind of uh, alpha, both two alphas on the court. I can I can see that, and that's kind of weird to see Conley on the Jazz. That's it's it's just you know what I'm from that from that time period where it's just like it's strange to see certain players on a certain team, and maybe because I feel like sometimes styles clash, right. So I mean, don't feel I, bad. When I see a number 10 for the Steelers, I still think of um, San Antonio Holmes. Shoot, I think of Cordell Stewart. Oh, well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I mean, Cordell Stewart. I still think of him. You know what I mean? So I know what I mean. Yeah, like Ravens Nation just said, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's weird to see Emmett on the Cardinals. It's like, I, it just doesn't look right. Yeah, I think, I think that may just be a case of just styles clashing. I'm like, you got one player, Mike Conley, if I remember it, because like I said, I don't really watch Mike Conley that much anymore. Uh, but his game is definitely different than, than Mitchell's. And for that offense, they need them. They Somebody has to adjust. Right. And it's going to be hard because both of their games are totally they're, – they're, they're almost similar. It's almost like somebody needs to go to the bench and it won't be Mitchell. But that's the thing, though. Both of them know one play point guard, the other one play shooting guard. Why is that the case? I don't... I'm telling you, when when it comes, okay, with Mike Conley being the for the system that he came from, which was grit and grind, it slowed the pace down. So things there's more structure involved in that type of offense versus what I guess Utah is running. I'm only guessing because I haven't seen a Utah Jazz game this, but from watching Donovan Mitchell play and a few playoff games I've seen him play, it seems like it's more open. And you would think Mike Conley would would be successful and, and the offense would flourish with him at point guard. But sometimes it you're talking about you just added Mike Conley this year. And now he has, at an older age, he has to play fast versus, you know. Well, right, that could be a part of it, too. So, yeah, I'm like, but he's not going to go to the bench. I already, we all know that. They just have to adapt. All right, all right, Bills. First quarter of the NBA. What's your thoughts? Um, well, I mean, can you get a proper intro first? I'm like, oh man, my bad. I, I, I mean, I, I we was already going, so I was like, no, I didn't want to. I didn't want to interrupt y'all. So, oh, I know. Um, tell us how you've been doing. I've been, I've been fucking busy, man. But um, you know, busy is a good thing in my business. So, uh, yeah. I mean, honestly. Like, the first quarter of the season, like, the first thing I got to laugh at is just all the people who automatically ordain the Clippers as, like, the king of the NBA. Mm. It's just – it's very funny to me because 
I don't understand how people saw that coming. Well, be, well, it's easy because because they want anybody other than the Lakers to be the king of the NBA. And and when another LA team can come and contest them, then automatically it's oh well, you know, of course the Clippers are going to be. It's just not the case. The LA Lakers are clearly the more complete team. Um, the other thing that makes me laugh is the fact that everybody believes that Toronto is going to automatically be as good as they were last year in the playoffs. Um, they're better than I thought they were. I'll say that. I thought they were going to be this good early, but I mean, when it comes to the playoffs, you need a number one guy, and quite simply. Pascal Siakam's not that guy. Uh, Daniel Daly says because the Clippers are going to be fine. Yeah, they're going to be fine. They're not going to be, be the king of the NBA. That's a completely different thing. Um, you can be fine. You can make it to the playoffs. You can even make it to the conference finals. There's a difference between that and being crowned the king of the NBA in the first week of the season. I think I think, I think. think it's just going to be competitive. I think at the end of the day, I think that's what we're looking at. Across the board, even in each conference, it's going to be competitive. I don't think the Clippers could necessarily lose to the Lakers right now. I'm not going to say the Lakers is going to lose to the Clippers. Right now, it's still the first part of the season. Once playoff time comes, we actually see matchups and see how players are playing against each other during the playoffs or see how people are going on a run in the playoffs. We could make a better assessment. But right now, I just think right now it's just fun to see all these different teams actually being talked about compared to the last – let's say seven years where it's clearly been two or three teams. So I, I, mean, I, I think it's, I think it's a good thing. I mean, what it comes down to, I, I think the, I think the Celtics and the Lakers meet in the finals this year. Um, that's what it's looking like right now. I don't see them falling off. They're only going to get better. The Celtics are going to get better. The Lakers are going to get better. They're going to get healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, DeMarcus Cousins has a possibility of coming back this year, which nobody wants to see if you're playing the Lakers. Um, Surprises so far. Uh, Luka Doncic has to be top two or three for MVP just based on what he's doing with that team. Does they have no business winning a lot of these games that they're winning? Right, and I, and I would say the same thing. The flip side of Trey Young, I'm like he he got the stats, but he motherfucker just don't have the wins. Yeah, he's like, playing I mean, he, he very well. Yeah, and he's I mean, highly efficient according to his uh, efficiency rating. So yeah, Doncic right. has had 19 straight games of 20 points, five rebounds, and five assists, and that's I mean, not. I mean, I mean, yeah. people people will sit here and just talk about these two guys are like, why, you know, one's not in Atlanta and the other one's in Dallas. Both teams win this trade easily. I mean, you look at Luka Doncic and you look at Trey Young. Well, I was a big person that was against Trey Young. I thought Luka was the better player. I had no idea that Trey Young would play this well. And not only on top of that, it's a, it's a perfect fit. Luka does not fit the Atlanta aura lifestyle. The, the city, um, it, it, it just sure. it just seems like it's a perfect fit for both sides. Daniel, okay, you're saying make Luca go right, but that's what he wants to do. Luca is a right-handed player. He's not ambidextrous the way people make it out to be. There, there's a reason people don't force him right. He doesn't allow them to force him right. And then he has all those step back moves. That's what I'm saying. It, 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 that's why they don't. That's that's why they can't force his handle is too good to force him anyway. It doesn't matter which way you try to force him. He's gonna go where he wants to go. Mm-hmm. It's like trying to co- force Kawhi Leonard to go left or right. Once they get to their spots, it's it's over. That's like trying to force Jordan force him left for what. Back in the 80s, before he had a consistent jump shot, a consistent pull-up jump shot, maybe forcing him left would be the way to go. Forcing him left after about 1989 was pointless. 
It's the same thing with Luca. You can force him whichever way you want to. He's going to find the open man. He's going to get to the basket and draw a foul. He's going to finish. Whatever he does is going to be something beneficial for his team because players that are that smart, just like Larry Bird, you're going to force him left. Okay, so what what does that do? That doesn't that doesn't do anything. It doesn't even maximize your chance to. It doesn't even maximize your chance to really stop him or neutralize him. So he's just a special player. But, yeah, I mean, uh, the Knicks are historically bad, as everybody guessed. Um, He just – like, the the thing about the Knicks that gets me is the fact that people still want to coach there. Well, I mean, it's all because of the location. I mean, I get it, but we just saw two major free agents say, fuck the Knicks, and they went to Brooklyn. I don't know why that isn't a – you're right. I'm not gonna say location because Brooklyn is basically the same place. The thing is, is 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 the prestige of the of the organization. I feel you, but I just you looking at James Dolan and looking what he's done to these last how many teams? I mean, how many coaches? I agree. It's just like why would a coach want to go there? Hell, why would a player want to go there? It just makes no sense. And they, like I said, they have a lot of players that um I like, but they're just trapped. In they, a, got, they, they, they signed a bunch of power force for some reason. They signed because they yeah. couldn't they, they couldn't sign anybody else. Well, that's true. Yeah, but I, I mean, fill your roster with players that are gonna help you completely and utterly tank. Don't sign guys that are gonna go out there and try to win and then find another way to handicap the team to supplement. Yeah, I mean, when you get guys like Julius Randle, I mean, come on, you can say what you want about the guy, but the guy's a competitor. And Morris, too. Right, Morris. You know, you get those guys. Those guys, you try to tell them to tank. They're okay. They're gonna tell you to kiss off. You know, they don't coaches. Right, they they just don't play like that. They're not built like that. Um, you got, I mean, you got like I said, you got Bobby Portis, you got Julius Randle, you got Marcus Morris, Todd Gibson. You got guys like that. They're not gonna play like that. No, they refuse. They refuse to take the paycheck and phone it in. But um, the other surprise. Even though Aiden's suspended right now, a lot of people are going to be surprised by the Suns. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I knew the Suns were going to be good. I knew the oh, Suns yeah, were yeah. Be I, good. Th- I think we all knew that. I mean, we knew they were a lot good. of people poo-pooed on the Suns last year, which I don't know why. They beat a lot of teams that they had no business beating because they have a good young nucleus. They have a coach that they like playing for. Um, Those two things are a recipe for – you know, a flourishing young team. Like, they all, especially Kelly Oubre, like, he's the engine that makes that team go. Yeah. Obviously, Devin Booker, well, yeah. yeah I mean, he was on the been on the Wizards. Yeah. I mean, he's the engine that makes the the Phoenix Suns go. Obviously, Devin Booker's the best player on the team. Obviously, Aiton's the second best player. But Oubre's energy and the fact that he can add scoring to that just brings so many, you know, it just brings a problem for a lot of, a lot of teams in the league, they just match up really well. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I mean, the Kings, I expected to be a little bit better, I guess. Um, yeah, the they, Kings, the Kings are somewhat the Kings and the Suns are pretty much somewhat a surprise. I, I can give that Timberwolves are somewhat a disappointment. I mean, Trailblazers are just really the Timberwolves have been overachieving compared to what people thought they were going to be. I, I mean, you, I, I, I mean, Andrew Wiggins is completely balling he, he, out right he now. Has, he has played better, but I, I thought they would be above 500, honestly. What, what's the record? Let me see. 10 and 14. I mean, what's that? 
You know, well, no, you're right. I mean, because I mean, I mean, considering the Trailblazers are ten and fifteen, yeah, and, you know, considering like if you look at the number eight spot once again, because we talked about this earlier before you came in with the Nuggets, the Nuggets mm-hmm. are number five right now. But you consider in the spots, they're literally like one game out of the eighth seed. So it's not like all the the sky is falling. You know what I mean? I think what worries me about the Nuggets is the same thing that worried about worried me about them last year, and we talked about this, and this is why I said they would take an early exit was the fact that they still don't have a guy that you give the ball and say, get us a bucket for the last five minutes. I still don't see Jokic as that guy. Um, He's an extraordinary player offensively. But the other thing is teams attack him defensively. So the Nuggets are a team that's going to get a lot of regular season wins. How is going on with the Timberwolves? Um, they just said they lost seven straight. Yeah, they lost seven straight because they came crashing back down to earth. But at the same time, um, they're still a talented team. I mean, yeah, they lost they lost seven straight, but that happens in the course of an NBA season. Actually, six straight, but um... yeah, it's a, it's a game. It's a game of run. I mean, it's a, it's a season of runs. They're gonna win some. They're gonna lose some. It just matters like when they face certain teams. That's that's really what the NBA season comes down to. When are you facing this team? Are you facing this team during an up period of the season or a down period? Mm-hmm. That's how a lot of these happen. That's all. That's how a lot of these losses that people were surprised by, like with Golden State last year. It just depended on when they caught a certain team. They caught Phoenix at the right time, and Phoenix beat the hell out of them. So, it, it, that's that's what it's about. I'm not really worried about the Timberwolves so much. Nobody expected them to be a crazy, crazy contender anyway. But I expect them to be better than they were last year, and they already look better than they were. Well, I look at it like this. I'm looking at their home record. They need to do something about that. They're three and eight at home. But they're seven and six on the road. So right now, if they play on the road, <laughs> they'll be all right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but they need to do something about when they're defending their house. All right. Um, Chris Thomas asked the question, and is actually, I don't, I, I really don't have nothing to say about it. But I'm gonna let you guys have it. He said, if, if, if LeBron wins the title with the Lakers, will he win the MJ debate? No. What do you guys think? There is no debate. I, that's what I was about to say. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I understand why people do it, but because these like MJ for the generation that he played and what LeBron played. The, the base, you, you know, the, compare the two, but the base for me is that you're comparing two different positions and two different roles in two different generations. I, even a, even even across generations, you can they could be playing in the same generation, two separate roles. One's a scorer, one's a facilitator. My thing is, I think at the end of the day, there are three players that have an argument for the greatest of all time. Michael Jordan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and LeBron James. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you pick. I don't care what day of the week you pick them. It does not matter. I don't think a championship with the Lakers will do anything to change that. I don't think LeBron passing Jordan an all-time scoring list will do anything to change that. I think mm-hmm. right now what you're talking about is I assess players differently because I'm not going to look at – all their career stats, totals, and their averages. Yes, that stuff matters, but, like, when I watch you play the game of basketball, like, how much of a savant are you truly? Right. Did you dominate your era? And that's when the awards come in as far as dominating your era. If you look at LeBron and MJ, they dominated their respective eras. Mm-hmm. Kareem dominated his respective era, and he dominated his era in arguably the golden era of centers. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So, I would say those three have an argument, and then you have Bird and Magic that come right after that. But 
honestly, I don't think there's really a debate. I I, I just don't. I'm done cr- trying to cr- crown anybody the greatest of all time as far as the NBA is concerned. I think three guys have an argument and everybody else, you're just kind of talking the talk. That's just me. I would say the closest you saw to uh, a team that could fill three players with those same things literally had LeBron James in the center. That was the Miami Heat because Dwayne Wade was the scorer. And Chris mm-hmm. Bosh, even though I wouldn't consider a dominant center, he was mm-hmm. playing very well for that yeah. squad. So you put Kareem, LeBron, and Michael on the same team, nobody's beating you. No, easily. Easily. It's, it's, not even, it's not even close. And the thing that's scary about it is that you could flip-flop MJ and LeBron from the post to the perimeter. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many things you could do. It's just scary. All three I, of I them could post up, and that's, that's scary. Yeah. What team has three players that could – that can play in the post and could all play from the foul line extended and can all play from it's just those three players are the three most dynamic players that I've ever seen from the perspective of like whatever you need them to do and Larry Bird too and Magic yeah they they go into this conversation but whatever you need this night that's what I'm gonna give you okay you're gonna get my points because I'm so good just naturally in the flow of the game. Like, yeah, I'm going to get 25 to 30. Mm-hmm. But if you need me to guard the best player on the floor, I can do that. If you need me to facilitate and run point that night, I can do that. All if right. you need me, that that's just – it's those three guys if you look at their resume. So everybody else, they can I, have that debate. I'm not really into that. I, I never just, was, I, yeah. I, I, I never was in the, the debate. My thing was, like, these are two guys, like – DJ said they play two different positions. They do two. They play two different styles, and they play in two different eras. You can you can have who you want as your your goat or whoever you feel like is better in the debate. I grew up in the era when I watched Michael Jordan play. He was my guy when I watched. That doesn't mean I think look he's better than LeBron. I don't think he's better than Kareem. It doesn't mean I think he's better than anybody. That's just my guy. When we play basketball, we talk about basketball. If I have to pick somebody when I talk about who I want on my team or who I think is is better in my eyes. I'm picking MJ. That doesn't mean I'm thinking about he's better than anybody. I will say this. Now, if you want to compare MJ against anybody in his era, no, I don't think he was better. Than, nobody's better than him in his era. I mean, well, that, I, you know, that's a different issue. This is the one thing I'll say. Keep Kobe Bryant out of his fucking discussion. Yep, that's, that's all I say. LeBron and Kobe, it's not close. And Kobe was a great player, but I'm sorry. Resume-wise, it is not close. In Kobe's era, LeBron had four MVPs, and Kobe had one. I, I just look at it like this. I don't, I'm like, See, I Kobe, can understand Kobe, that. Kobe, Kobe is a great player, but I, Except he's you. a clone. He, he's a clone of MJ. That doesn't help either. Right, and I'm not going to understand comparing them two because they kind of played around the same time. So I can understand comparing them because if you're talking about comparing people in the same era, I get it. But when you're talking about different, like Jordan mostly played in the 80s and 90s, Brian played literally in the 2000s and 2010s. It's like it's two different Completely sets different eras, completely different team setups, completely different league setups as far as how the talent was distributed. You can't really compare it. Um, people try to compare it because then they can get into arguments and people like to argue. But that, that's all you ever get into is an argument. So for me... They were both great players. They both have an argument for the greatest of all time. I think that's yeah. where it stops. I mean, personally, I don't have anything against Kobe. I thought Kobe was a great player. It's just that I just don't see so where Kobe bashing. Yeah, I just don't see where he goes along with the rest. I mean, three of his titles with Shaq. I mean, not not, not 
not, the not, agent not, is not, in the house. I mean, yeah, I know, right? Not to knock Kobe, <laughs> not to knock Kobe, but I mean, you had a dominant force beside you when you won three. You're talking now the other two. I give you mad props for those because it's like, for the most part, you can make the debate that he definitely, um, he led those teams. This is what it's, I'm hard, it's hard. It's hard to make that debate when you're. It's hard to make the case when you had Shaq next. This is wait, 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 man, hold on. Before you go on, when yeah. you say, I know he was trying to say tis tis tis, but how you mistake that? How you, yeah. It's like A is on the completely opposite side of the keyboard. <laughs> so how'd that happen? No, but like I just okay, like here's the thing that gets me about Kobe fans and LeBron haters. They all go hand in hand at this point. The thing that gets me is they'll say, Well, the reason why Kobe's stats aren't up there, like he only averaged 24 points per game for his career. They'll say, Well, it's because he sat on the bench. Whose fault is that he sat on the fucking bench? And on a bad only, team. It was only for like one year. On a bad team. Behind Eddie Jones, of all people. Behind Eddie Jones. And we're not knocking Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones was an all-star. But when you're talking about a guy that came into the league ready and got drafted to a bad team and balled out, and the other guy got drafted to a bad team, got traded to a good team, as far as starters are concerned, couldn't get his niche, couldn't carve his niche into the starting lineup, and then he finally did, and he shoots three air balls against Utah, trying to be a hero. So it's just, it's like, I get what the Kobe fan, like, I love Kobe Bryant. He was an amazing player. But when you start comparing him to LeBron James, you start to sound really biased because their resumes are not close. They're just not. If you're talking about consistency for an entire career, and you're talking about accolades, that's four MVPs, which is the highest honor you can get to one. I'm sorry. Listen, if Kobe stayed where he was and played for Charlotte his entire career, we wouldn't be having this talk. No, because he wouldn't have had a ring. Because y'all don't realize that he, he did get drafted by Charlotte and was traded to the Lakers. Jerry West Pretty much. Swindled right. his ass. Jerry West swindled his ass out of there. Right. So, I mean, not, not to take nothing away from Kobe because all his accomplishments are valid, but the fact that him playing for the Lakers does help his case because that's another prestigious team that he And if on. he demanded a trade and went to the Bulls, it would have been the same shit. He would have played in MJ Shadow for the rest of his career. And he and still would have won a ring. And that would have been worse than playing in Charlotte, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... You want to do the picks before we talk about this uh this healthcare fraud? Because since you're here, Bills, we can do the, the NFL picks. Yeah, well, we're going to jump. Hey, on young that. noble just wants somebody to fight. Kobe was the man. <laughs> fight, fight me. me. <laughs> Send the Addy. No, I'm just <laughs> all right. Week fifteen, right? Yep. Yeah. Kobe was the clone. We know. <laughs> hey man, if we're giving out awards for mimicking somebody's moves to a T. Kobe wins that in the landslide. Shoot. Even MJ was like, man. Yeah, oh, MJ was man. like, how the hell this happened? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're on week 14. No, we like, MJ pick. is I'm like, Kobe need to stay off my dick. That's what- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in Chicago. Well, that makes you even worse. Yeah, he lives in Chicago. Uh, mm-hmm. Justin the Ravens. Give me the Ravens, but this is why I think this game is going to be interesting. Uh, the Jets have the number one rush defense in the league. They have all a lot of players that are sitting out this game. Do they? Yeah. A whole bunch, including Jamal Adams. So I'm sorry to cut you off, but that's not going to matter. <laughs> well, well, I mean, Adams. It may okay. not matter as much. Queen of Williams. Yeah. Brian Poole's kind of. 
Damn. Well, I mean, I, I think they're gonna lose either way, but I thought it was gonna be interesting because of their rush defense. So now that I look at it, eh, yeah, I don't think it'll be as interesting. Uh, yeah, I got. We're I not got Kobe bashing Pelican, man. Stop it. You know, we're telling, I think, we're telling the truth about the man. That's not bad. Since I haven't seen that one other person show up, I wonder if this is the same person as that. I don't, I don't, I don't care. What's the next? <laughs> I, I, I just uh, think. The wait, who did you up. pick? Who did you pick? Oh, you yeah. talking about the Jets and the Ravens? Oh, Ravens. Yeah, Ravens. I think Ravens. Yeah. I just say I just think them for showing up. I'm not trying to figure out who they are. They'll, they'll show these colors and one day down the road. Patriots of the Bengals. I'm not even going to sit here and try to debate this. It's the Patriots. I don't yeah, care what kind of Patriots, game people man. brought. Um, <laughs> oh, really? I'm not going to say it's a trap game. Uh, don't do this, VF. I think the Bengals going to pull us out. Oh, come on, man. Bengals by three. 24 oh, <laughs> 21. Taking the Bengals, twenty-one. I'll tell you this: if the Bengals, <laughs> if the Bengals, if the Bengals Porters went out, Pats are getting that first round exit for you. Um, four twenty-one. I'm, I'm picking the Bengals. Wait a minute, where is it being played at? In, in the Cincinnati. It's gonna be, it's gonna be, yeah, it's in Cincinnati. I, I'm just, uh, I, I just you got. Know what? I think, are you I changing your pick? Oh my god! I'm you not, know what? I'm, gonna, I'm, not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying it's a trap game. I'm calling this a fluke game. This it be a fluke. is the same person. <laughs> I'm looking at that. I'm looking at that. Uh, he said the integrity. Yeah, I'm changing my pick. I'm going. Bengals. My, okay, you trolling now, no boy. Oh, yeah, he <laughs> I'm just, just, I ain't just, doing that. Now I'm not doing that. Team is a bottom feeding ass team. Wow. Right? Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying it's gonna be a close one. I think this is going to be a fluke, and the Bengals win. Uh, Ravens Nation, we keep forgetting to do that, honestly, because we kind of just do it for fun. But I guess, I guess maybe around playoff time, we can kind of maybe we'll do the maybe we'll do the playoffs, or maybe yeah, we'll just, we'll just probably start it next year. Or hell, we might even do the is the XFL start next year? E February. Yeah, we'll we'll do we'll keep scoring the XFL. You know, go go them loud ass uniform vipers. Motherfuckers look like. <laughs> like what? Well, hey, hey, DJ, you remember that um that high C that came out with the Ghostbuster shit, the ecno, oh, <laughs> the ectoplasma, yeah, the, expo, the ectoplasma, the green, like yeah. fluorescent green, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I got a shitty game to pick: the Buccaneers and the Lions. Oh damn! Oh, that's the bottom feeder game. Give me, game. give me the Buccaneers, bro. I'm taking the. I'm taking the Buccaneers. I'll take the Buccaneers. Wait, man, let me flip this bottle cap real quick. I was going to say. This ain't even worth the coin. I'm going to flip this bottle cap real quick. I'm going to pick the Buccaneers on this one. Yeah, I'm taking the Buccaneers. Um, The Lions QB game is going to get get smacked around by the Buccaneers front four. And so James will have a good, pretty good day. He'll throw two picks, but they'll still win. Well, we all picked the Bucks, so you know what that means. Lions by 20, right? You know what's funny? Uh, apparently, Madden 20 has him correct as far as throwing picks because I was playing the Buccaneers last night, and I picked them off twice. One on a, like a long, deep pass he had no business throwing, and another another one he had no business yeah, throwing. Yeah, yeah, they they got about, him correct. I thought you were about to say he had an X Factor throwing picks or something. <laughs> 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 it's a scepter. 
They should call that. They should call that. They should call that shit an X non-factor. <laughs> they should name that for the bad. Wow. Hey, it's always one thing to call. What is it? No, nah, they call, they should have one that's called pick six or whatever. Sorry, 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 Chris Thomas. I know that's your team, man. But well, see, here's the thing, DJ. Now you bring that up. That's interesting. They should have one for a guy that's really good after he picks the ball off. Like you know how great Ed Reed was. Wait a minute, they I, they have something like that, but Do it they? gives a person a boost. Yeah, I oh. uh, forgot what it was. I think it is called pick six or, yeah, or but something who like had, that. But who's in the league? Yeah, with wonder, yeah, you have to. Uh, they gave it to. I think they gave it to Richard Sherman. Eddie Jackson, I think, would be the closest because he seems like every time he picks one off, he takes it back to the house. Yeah. So what? Yeah. What it does in Madden, it gives that person a boost as far as stamina and whatever. That's dope. So they okay. they do have that. Um. Okay, it's gonna be a good game. The Bears and the Packers. Ooh, I don't know what to pick here. Let me see. Two good coaches. Packers at home. I'm going with the Packers. Game. Yeah, I'm going with the Packers on this one. Good coach. Good Mitch Trubisky, quote unquote, riding high. It's gonna, it's gonna come. It's gonna come down to the to the quarterback execution, not necessarily yeah, play calling between the coaches. It's gonna come back. Yeah. It's gonna come down to quarterback execution. I will say this. I will say this, and I will stick with this again. It's a one o'clock game. It's not nationally televised, so I think Mitch may play a little better. But, the, Bay, but is it, that's what I'm saying. It's in Green Bay. The Bears cannot catch a break in, in Lambeau, so I'm taking the Packers. All I know is that if the Bears don't come as close as the Redskins did, Bears are fraudulent. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the I'll take the Packers, sir. I'll take the Packers. Um, ooh, another good game. Texas and Titans. That's mm. what is this? What is this like divisional week? There's like six. Yeah, the, the last three weeks tended to be Easy. the divisional yeah, the last, week. Yeah, the last, because the skins we have we have Philly this week, we have the Giants next week, and then Dallas. Right. They set it up purposely just for ratings. Yeah, right. Yeah, they do that because you know, like a couple of teams maybe buying for the hunt for the division title. Yep. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that's gonna, yeah, be, a, that's gonna be a tough one. I say not to pick against Deshaun Watson on the road, but the Titans have been riding high, man. All with the Titans is the Titans can keep the ball keep on Deshaun on the sideline with their running game. Mm. That's the only. That's the only. Derrick Henry, uh, yeah, Derrick Henry got hurt last week. He's they say he's gonna play, but I don't know if he's gonna be a hundred percent. Give me the Texans. Yeah, I'm going with the Texans on this one. Yeah, I'm taking Titans as well. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say tight? Yeah, Titans, Titans, Titans. Tennessee. You said Titans as well. You said Titans as well. I'm like, me. me, 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 me. <laughs> I was like, no way. He probably saw Daniel's tweet. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's why. Okay. Same thing. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, the next game is the Broncos and the Chiefs. This is interesting because, on one hand, you have the Chiefs at home, which is always a tough matchup, but then you got Drew Locke, who's been tearing it up. I'll say, I'll say, Chiefs in a slightly high scoring game. Drew Locke still is not the reason why they lose, he will light the Chiefs defense up. I think Pat Mahomes might be a little bit too much for the Broncos defense. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going with Chiefs. On yeah, I'll say Chiefs like 35-31. The Chiefs, like the Chiefs need this one. So yeah, yeah I'll say 35-31 Chiefs. Um, Broncos, I mean, they found their quarterback. I mean, we knew they had their quarterback since preseason, but the coach didn't. No, know. you know, the coach didn't. Oh know. God, another shit show game. Dolphins against the Giants. Yo, what the other game we said was a bottom feeder game? Uh, Buccaneers and the Lions. Yeah, the one. I think this was going to be one. 
I think this is the actual bottom feeder game. The Dolphins and Giants are going to be probably the worst. This probably yeah. be the worst game. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I think the Dolphins and Giants will be better only because the Dolphins team plays very hard, and the Giants have Saquon. So how wrong can you go with a game with Saquon? But the other game can just be a sloppy mess with a bunch of picks being thrown because Stafford's not playing and Jameis is on the overside. So I, I think this game might be slightly more entertaining. It will be, but it's still I a bottom of the game. I'm taking the Dolphins by 14. I'm a damn. Damn. The Dolphins, <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even wow. I'm not even taking the Dolphins to score 14. <laughs> Wait, what did Dollar Junior slip you a, a, a game check or something? <laughs> a $20 bill, right? Slide it in his pocket. $20 Junior, right. $20. Um give me the Dolphins, I, but damn by 14. I'm I'm going with the Giants on this one. Okay. It's I a game in, in 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 New York it's, or yeah, or I mean New Jersey or yeah, it's the, in New Jersey. Yeah, I'm getting the Giants. The Giants win in this one. Cool. Eagles and the Skins. Give me the Skins for the record. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna say Skins because that all this will probably ultimately decide the NFC East. Yeah, I'm, I'm for the Cowboys, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm taking the Redskins as well. So I know Pooh is not gonna like that, but then He'll he be may right. he he may like it just for the simple fact that uh, you're gonna see you know, a lot. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. When you when your team tends to struggle against teams that they should be dominating over, then by squeaking into the playoffs, you don't really learn anything about your weaknesses on the team. And that's what yep. I was saying about people when we were like, before we got officially eliminated from the playoffs, people were like, oh, wow, we could still run the table and win the uh, the conference at 7-9. and nine. I was like, but we're not going to learn anything. Bruce Allen's still going to have a job. Dan Schneider still thinks we're going to be close. And we're going to be like this for another 20 years. And I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to stick around for the next 20 years, <laughs> either on this planet or as a fan of this squad. <laughs> Whichever one happens first. Yo, D- DJ's going DJ's to be like 58 years old say, fuck this, I'm going to be a Steelers. <laughs> I'm going to be a Steelers fan for the rest of my life. Man, that'll be another 18 years wasted. We got them with a Ben Roethlisberger Jr. shirt on Jersey. Oh, hell no. Oh. <laughs> you know, it, the funny thing is with the Redskins, it's just like but it was like my childhood and my teenage years was very good, but my adult life has been in the gutter with this squad. So, yeah. Well, um, the next game, Seahawks and the Panthers. This is another interesting one because it seems like every time the Seahawks go to Carolina, Carolina plays them really hard. They end up losing. Yeah, the Seahawks end up losing. Ooh, Panthers are not. This is this is the game that we can talk about as a trap game. The Panthers have no momentum going into this game, so it's like a complete and utter trap game. Yeah, that was saying this is a trap game. If you want to talk about the other games we talked about that possibly won, this is actually a trap game. Seahawks are coming off a bad loss to the Rams. I don't know. I mean, this is actually going to be a turning point. Well, not a turning point. It's going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be a major part of Seattle's season. It's like. At this point, do you let San Fran start to pull away, or do you come back from that loss to the Rams and you know? Yeah, I'm picking Seattle with, with this one. Give me the Panthers. I'm taking the Panthers in a close one. 
Seattle just can't. Seattle just cannot find a way to be a good team in in Charlotte for some reason. They find a way to wet the bed when they play at against a Carolina for some reason. I, remember, I, remember, I still remember that playoff game. That shit was right. ugly. And on top of that, them coming off a loss with the Rams, it, it, they look kind of demoralized. I, I, they maybe they can bounce back. They got the coach and the players to do it, but when you you would want to bounce back when you're playing at home or something like that. You don't want to go across country and play this team. It, it, it has it's, begun in uh in Baltimore. Yeah. Um. Jaguars and Raiders. This game would keep the Raiders' playoff hopes alive. I'm taking Raiders. Yeah. Wait a minute. Ra- the, the quarterback Wait, played versus Jacksonville. Jacksonville yeah. The quarterback oh, yeah, played Jacksonville the Jaguars. Yeah. The quarterback play of the Jaguars is just is just too bad. They're, yeah. I'm, I'm going with the Raiders on this. Yeah. One. This, this if one of those quarterbacks played at least decent, then I'll take the Ra- I'll take the Jaguars. But their their quarterback situation is so terrible. The Raiders. I'm taking Raiders. This is another interesting game. The Browns and the Cardinals. I could see this being a really bad loss for the Browns. And then after the game, I can see Baker Mayfield having a meltdown. Damn, the Jets are that bad? Um, Damn, they're ranked like 30th in everything. <laughs> Except run defense. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm taking Cardinals. I'm taking my prediction. I think I think I think the Browns take a bad loss. I think Baker Mayfield finally has a meltdown completely in in the media. And the thing, the, the thing is, the Cardinals going to slow down. I ain't going to say shut down, but they're going to slow down Nick Chubb. Yeah, I'm picking. But more importantly, they like playing spoiler, and the Browns technically still have a chance, a very slight chance. But Cardinals like to play. The the Cardinals like to play spoiler, and the Browns like to be like to be the ones that let people spoil them. Yep. And then we have that whole Odell Beckham story that came out. Right. Mm-hmm. About him basically telling teams, yeah, come and get me, trade for me. So, uh, yeah, give me the Cardinals in this one. Yeah, I picked I pick the Cardinals. Is he going to yeah. release the ball anytime soon? Shit. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, hanging in the pocket there for a second. Another got, interesting one. Got Thursday night ball is on. I'm cut on my iPad so I can watch it. I forgot Another interesting one here. We have the Vikings at the Chargers. This seems uh, like Pelican. Typical... We already did talk about the NBA first quarter. Yeah, uh, so if you yeah. Want to when, you, when you came in, we had. I think we had just finished. Yeah, it, we just so. finished it. So, um, if you, so you may want to go that, back and read, yeah, you probably want to go back and just watch what we talked about. We already did well, the first quarter. Usually, usually nine times out of ten, when you see uh, the first uh, topic on the on the on um on our uh, title, we usually talk about that right away. So we're 49, almost an hour in. We already talked about it. Um, but yeah, uh, the thing with this game is I can see them being the fraudulent-ass charges that they are and win a game that they pretty much have no business winning. So you're trying to say the charges is going to give them the Green Bay treatment because they're at home? Of course. Yeah, I can see that. I can see Wait, that. Who the Chargers playing? They're the facing the Vikings. So I can see this being a terrible game for Cousins. Right, because and... the Chargers, the Chargers like ransacked the Packers a few weeks ago. What is, what's the Chargers record right now? They're five and eight. Vikings winning. This is gonna be interesting. This this are really interesting games this week. They're not the they're not the straight up great matchups that we had last week, but they're like the interesting games that kind of 
make you think about you know how legit some of these teams are. To be honest, mm. um, so that Vikings one is gonna be interesting. Uh, the next game is the Rams at the Cowboys. Another interesting game. Ooh, and I am. I want to take the Rams, but I think the Cowboys going to pull it together. Yeah, I got the Cowboys winning this one. Give me the Rams and another ugly one for the Cowboys. And Jerry J- – uh, Jerry Jarrett. <laughs> Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett. <laughs> what if Jerry Jarrett came from? I think I was getting Jarrett in the Anyway, I think Jason Garrett gets, uh, get, gets shit-canned. Mm. Sperm of the moment type thing. Where it's like, would, yeah, would, that loss was so bad at home. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. I can see that happening. So y'all both take okay. Cowboys? I mean, uh, Cowboys. Yeah, I take the Cowboys. Right. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams on this one. Um, um Listen. Um, mm-hmm. No, actually, Pelican, hold on. Pelican, yeah, all, all if you're having problems listening to us when you can't come in on time, there's always you can go back and listen to us on YouTube iTunes and SoundCloud. Hell, you can download it and listen to it throughout the week. No, 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 no. This is actually very important. No, you can actually, even though you're not listening to us live, if you go back to a certain part to talk about the first quarter NBA, the chat is still live. So just pay attention to the chat while you're listening just to catch up, and you can still participate. So Right, that too. Or you can open up another window and have live playing in one window and have a delay playing in the other. Hey, TJ's trying to show you how to uh, play the system. <laughs> What's the next game? Uh, okay, another interesting one. Damn, all these games are interesting. Falcons at the 49ers. So you have the Falcons who are kind of riding high. They've been playing well as of late. You have the Niners who want to roll. The Falcons have every – all the tools in the book to beat the 49ers, but they will not. The 49ers will win this game probably by seven. Hmm. You got to think about it. The Falcons went into New Orleans and beat them. They beat them way better than the 49ers beat the Saints. I mean, yeah. the Falcons went in there and beat them 26-9, and, and they they made the Saints' offense look terrible. They just got finished putting 40 on the Panthers. So they, they have the potential to actually beat the 49ers, but I don't think the 49ers will lose. Give, give me the Falcons, sir. I'm okay. going to go with the 49ers. Yeah, I'm taking the 49ers in a seven-point game. It's going to be close. Yeah. Um. All right. Watching down here with the picks. Bills and the Steelers. Another interesting game. Mm. I'm taking Bills. Oh, excuse me. No, man. It seems like every time I see Pittsburgh playing a fucking Sunday night at home, they win. I know, right? That is true. Yeah. (laughs) I can't can't remember a time they played on a Sunday night on NBC and lost. It's like sad but true. It's like like, like fitting for them, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna pick the Steelers on this one. It's, It's almost like. Like Notre Dame playing on NBC, <laughs> like a night game. It's it's like it's ridiculous. Um, uh, I can see the Steelers pulling it off, but I'm I'm picking the Bills. Cool. Um, then the last game is the Colts at the Saints Monday night. Saints. Um, I'm gonna take the Saints. I would not be surprised if the Colts win, but I'm taking the Saints. 
Colts have been showing a lot of flaws defensively. I can see them getting blown out in this game, so I got the Saints. Now, this is like week four Colts. It, I'll, I'll pick the Colts. But, Listen, uh, I don't know what has been going you know, on. Right. It's like you don't know what team you got now, right? Jonas Watson ain't got hurt, and then they just haven't been able to get their right. They haven't bounced back. back. Yeah. You're right. They haven't bounced back. Yeah. Um, All right, let me pull this up. Um, anything else y'all got with the picks? Um, no, I just think overall this is going to be one of the most interesting weeks of the season. It just a lot of these teams have a make or break uh week here, and then there are a lot of teams who are just trying to play spoiler at this point. So we're gonna find out a lot about the Vikings, we're gonna find out a lot about the Seahawks, and um. This might be the one week this year that's actually pretty intriguing for me to watch. Okay. Um, this made this has made national news outside of ESPN, and I'm trying to find it on ESPN. It's funny Fox. because it popped up on CNN as well. That's what I'm saying. It made national news, like, and I really don't want to post those th- okay, okay. I found on NBC Sports. That's good. yeah, because I have the Sports Illustrated uh article. Right, because I, I just don't want to put and I, I just don't want to put that shit up there. I just don't. All right. Let's see. I'm going to share the screen real quick. Let's get this to go. Let's see. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay, here we go. All right. Let me share the screen. Oh, there it is. Is Damn, it? Oh, yeah. There we go. a pyramid scheme. Oh, God. All right. I got it right here. Can y'all see that? Well, hold on. Let me. Yeah, I can see it. Okay. It's up. Okay. Clinton Portis and nine other ex-NFL players charged with healthcare fraud. Yay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the United States Department of Justice charged 10 former NFL players defrauding the healthcare program for retired players. These players include Carlos Rodgers. Hold on. Isn't Carlos Rodgers? Yeah, that uh, that used to play cornerback for the Redskins and 49ers. Oh, you know what? I almost had a mix-up with Charles Rodgers that just passed away. Man, yeah, you that's and people like, that die, you happen to notice them and think about death. No, you know I'm saying like, yo, the, it, Tuesday like, was Eddie Guerrero Dallas. No, because I was just saying that'd be like really jacked up that the FBI will actually go after a dead man. You know what I'm saying? That's like that's. It sad. wouldn't be the first time. That's true. Yo, yo, right. DJ, I'm not. I'm not gonna die. I'm not gonna lie. When when this dude said. Didn't he die? That shit had me crying. <laughs> yo, like, I had to go back and listen to that. No, he didn't even say, didn't he? He said, he said isn't he dead? Right. Like, <laughs> it's Charles Rogers, not Carlos. So Carlos Rogers, he played for Auburn and he played for you guys. Um, uh, Robert he played for um, He played for the, the 49ers. Uh, 49ers. Well. Yeah, he played for 49ers. Well, yeah, um, yeah he, he went to the Pro Bowl with the 49ers because what the Redskins failed to Catch was what the 49ers was able to catch is that that Carlos Rogers needed his eyes checked out. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> they wow. corrected his vision, and all of a sudden he was picking off everything. Could catch everything before he couldn't catch anything. It was because he was cross-eyed. The Redskins ruined Clint. Well, we're gonna get into that in a little bit. Yeah, oh, my, uh, let's say you had uh, Robert McCoon, John Eubanks, Tameric Vanover, Sedaris Brown, J- James Butler, Frederick Bennett, Corey. They said Ball. that. Two other players, Joe Horn and Rache Caldwell. I know, right? Girls, I know you're familiar with Rache. Yeah, right. And to Eric, uh, to Eric Pruitt, I remember him. He played for Oklahoma. Um, so Chuck, what exactly? 
that I'm about to get into it now. Oh. Try to find out. Um, they submitted fraudulent claims for medical ex- uh, equipment costing between forty thousand fifty thousand to the June Upshaw Health uh, Player Health uh, NFL Player Health Reimbursement Account Plan. They will fabricate prescriptions and invoices to support while recruiting others to make false claims and exchange up the payments for ten thousand dollars. Where the hell is Ravens Nation? Come on! Oh, okay. uh, where's, oh, where's Ravens Nation? Can you talk? This is not a big deal. Yo, th- these are felonies, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> they they're about to go away for like twenty That's years, right? In the in the federal pen, not the state pen. The right. federal in, pen. In the federal, you got to do eighty five percent of your time before you even get uh, you know, get thought about being let out early. What are you talking about? This is not a big deal. I, clearly, he didn't watch. He didn't read this. Ten former players allegedly committed brazen multi-million dollar fraud on a healthcare plan meant to help former teammates and other retired playmates, players. I'm sorry, players to play legitimate out-of-pocket medical expenses. Uh, today's indictments underscore that whoever you are, if you loot the healthcare program to line your own pockets, you will be held accountable by the Department of Justice. According to the indictment. The claims filed between June 17 and December 2018 total between 3.9 million and the healthcare plan they actually oh, paid man. out more than 3.4 million. Yo, bro, how how is this not a big deal? Somebody tell me that. And this was, let's see. I'm looking at and the and the main uh company is Cigna. Cause they were trying to deceive Cigna of all this. And bro, some look, of the equipment that they were trying to get. Hyperbaric oxygen chambers, cryotherapy machines. They tried, they tried to do the, Mike, they tried to do the Michael Jackson, electro, <laughs> Electromagnetic therapy devices. Yo, they're trying to do the Michael Jackson. They got hyperbaric chambers. Yo, they're trying to get light skin. Oh, anyway, <laughs> wow, that, that doesn't wild, dude. That that doesn't make you light skin. I know. I just I just said that just to be fucking around. Mm. But nevertheless, <laughs> no, nevertheless, like I talked to my wife about it because she she works for a, a healthcare company and um she was like. There's been plenty of times where the people that done a lot of white collar crimes that we don't even hear about in um that we don't hear about behind the scenes that do fraud and they don't want to pay or they don't want to reimburse patients and stuff. These guys end up going to jail like they do federal time and they do like 25 minimum. And this is for just thousands of dollars. They're talking about doing this is for like millions. So just imagine if this goes through and they don't cop a plea or they don't get special treatment. These 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 guys gonna get uh medical care. They're gonna get federal medical Man, care. This, this nigga Clinton Porter is about to go to jail and have somebody play with his booty, yo. Off of this stupid shit. I'm not commenting Man. on that shit. That's good I, as hell, but you're right though. I mean, I, exactly. So what I'm right. That's the point. Dumbasses. Yeah, this is this is jacked up. I mean, this is a... This is a little more serious than I thought because I didn't know that much money was above. I know like forty thousand ahead to get like um you know certain products or whatever, but I didn't know they were like trying to get other people in. Like you said, DJ, some similar to a pyramid scheme. That's that's crazy. Well, the way they they they're explaining it, I'm like I said, I'm looking at Sports Illustrated. Um, no, excuse me. Basically, they had two ringleaders. And it seemed like the ringleaders are Clinton Portis and apparently Robert McCoon as the two. And then what they do is they recruit other players to submit their uh, healthcare ID cards or wow. numbers. So and they got it. So, so they're telling people to come through, even though they got a paper trail. <laughs> who wants you to do it anyway? Because your, 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 your ID number is going to tell you exactly who you are. So you're basically going to snitch on yourself. 
Okay, so I'm reading this part here. It says, at the top were two ringleaders who, direct, who directly and through runners recruited other players. They convinced their recruits to provide their Cigna identification numbers, social security numbers, mailing addresses, and dates of birth. Such information was crucial to making credible sounding but completely false claims. They later, socials, bro. Yeah, later when they recruited players received their ill-gotten reimbursement checks, they kicked back several thousand dollars to the ringleaders. This <sighs> process played out numerous times between 2017 and 2018. So it they led to, wait a minute, hold up. This is, the, this is the last part. It led to 3.9 million worth of false claims, of which 3.4 million was paid out. So they basically did the Bernie Madoff version of the health Yep, pretty much. That's crazy. Yeah, 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 they can be in serious trouble. I know um uh, Ravens Nation said it's a big deal, but after the politics are done, Portis might pay might pay a fine and do five years at the most. The no, no, they they, 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 um, they, they you talking about uh black players? You talking about a black person dealing with the feds? Nah, yeah, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> you gotta understand, you gotta understand they got white women right now going to jail for fraud and for their kids going to college, and some of them are getting like 15 plea deals years. and stuff like yeah, that. Even but with the plea, plea deals right now, yeah, even with those. the plea deals, they're getting like some time. And like one of them did not take a plea deal, and that's the full house chick, and she's looking up to, at up to 25. Shoot, yeah, what's it? What's his name? Um, the dude, uh, the white dude in Hollywood that now he he has a chance to pay off. They he had one, a chance to settle one. out of, yeah, right? He did, yeah. Versus Bill Cosby wasn't even given a chance to pay off anybody. He was just like, nah, you need yeah. to go to jail. They, well, you know, they, you know they, they treat, no, the feds treat us differently than they treat white people for the yeah. same yeah. crime. Yeah. That's yeah. a fact. We're yeah. gonna find out. We're gonna find out that uh <laughs> fucking Jim Brown was at the head of this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> man. And then somehow and then somehow somebody's gonna link OJ to it. Right. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> One thing we ain't gonna do, we're gonna leave OJ alone. OJ been out here. Y'all say what y'all want about that man. That man been dropping gems on Twitter about football. Uncle, I've nobody. Never, and bodies. I've never had an issue. I've never had an issue with OJ. No, nah, man. Leave that man. Leave that man problems alone, man. That man, we know he did it. We know he did it. We know he paid, probably paid somebody to help him do it. We, we, we don't know he did it. All right. We <laughs> that, man, that man was acquitted. That man I, did time I still for have money. doubts that he did that it. Man, that man did it. That man spent time for some other shit. He's out. That man dropping gems on Twitter, man. Lead up. That man need a podcast straight up. He need pod- Matter of fact, come on this podcast. I'm, I'm trying to. Yo, if we ever got OJ on this podcast, you man. Talk- <laughs> Yo. Man, don't even. Be- shit. I'll try to make that happen. Who's a guest appearance? OJ Simpson to do this week's picks. They think we were fucking around at first. And we, he, we, we, we gonna be dead. You know what? We'd be broadcasting on on YouTube, and he'd be like, "Hey, Twitter world!" I'm like, "Dude, you're not." Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yo, we'd have to tell him to do a promotional video so everybody believed us, yo. No, but uh, like all serious note is all serious note. Serious aside, that dude be saying some really good shit on Twitter about football. Like, no joke, he does. That man know his shit. He's one of the running backs of all time. The NFL can try to tarnish his legacy all they want to. Right, and I, and, and, I did, but oh, did y'all see that kick that that Jets kicker just kicked? Yeah, I saw it. What the, the fuck was that? The Philly game. Tyler Bass could make that, but that's another story. Um, there you go. <laughs> but no, like seriously though, man. Um, 
that man be dropping gems, bro. Like for real, I, I love listening to his stuff when he's not when he's trying to be funny. He be talking about fantasy league and stuff. That, mm-hmm. You know, that's that's another one. When he actually talk about teams and football, yeah. that man be knowing this. He, he he make more sense than some of these clowns on ESPN. Of course, because he's not getting paid to talk like a clown. Well, that's another exactly. special other thing. <laughs> Remember, this, this man was running through uh, airports, jumping over. Right, jumping over. Yeah, exactly. Hurts rental car. You know, and I, and I get it. People with the responses on Twitter, they're trying to get all the likes and the laughs sure, and the yeah. retweets. I get it. I mean, it's it's cool. I'm not knocking them for it, but I mean, for people, I'm talking about these people that be want him to get off Twitter. Still talk about this Ryan Goldman stuff yeah, and pay, like let let that shit. The man was acquitted, and you know he done did time for some, for other things. He wanted to get his stuff back. And the man is sitting on his little resort on his golf course. I mean, he's sitting on the, at his house at a golf course. Just more importantly, more importantly, block him or mute right. him. You don't have to look at OJ Simpson's tweets if you don't want to. That's the issue with these so-called fucking adults. They can't ignore shit like a fucking adult would. They got to bitch about it. Why I got in my timeline? Why should he be allowed on Twitter? Why should you be allowed at your job flipping burgers, you fucking loser? Listen, it, listen there's a lot of content out here that I don't talk about. And I just uh, I don't I, I don't even watch because I it, it's just a waste of time. Can we say Smoothie King don't belong on Twitter? No, he can stay on Twitter all he wants. I'm just not gonna watch the bullshit. Exactly. Hey man, we need to do an update and find out how his game going. Yeah, fuck him. Well, that's that's how that's that just tells you how we feel about his game going, right? Find out, find out what new flavors he got for fucking smoothies. Sorry, ass. And maybe put a Molly in it or something. <laughs> that's the only way somebody will play his game. Somebody will play his game. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I mean, just at the end of the day, man, these guys need to be careful. I hope they got some good lawyers. I hope these guys get some people behind their back to, to, to speak for them or whatever. Because Monty has a video. Yeah, game. you don't. Who has a video game? So Pelican Man asked if, if we're playing the Jumanji video. I didn't know they made a video game. I'm not interested. I'm about to say what? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, your response. <laughs> no, I'm not playing that. Yeah, it's just probably dope, man. We, we no, you know what? It, it sounds like it would be dope if it was on a Genesis or a Super Nintendo. Then I will probably try. Uh, I, I, I need don't a, know. I'm about it, to look. No, talking a, about the Jesus video game? No, nah, no. That, this that. is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. A Jumanji game sounds like a, a straight 2D platform, and that will probably be dope as shit. But is a 3D game? Like, no, I'm good. I'm good. It better be a free game. Oh, here we go. This shit looks like a... Fortnite. Yeah, Baltimore looks like they're gonna run away with this. Literally. This shit yeah, I mean we got uh, like oh, he's got black black arm tape. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we got we kinda we kinda saw this coming, so I'm not really worried about the Ravens losing or get making this game close. Yeah, this Jumanji game looks like Fortnite. Yeah, I'm good. But I will say this though. When I've been looking at some I've been looking at uh a lot of games recently and I've just been playing NCAA and, and I've been playing uh, Madden 08 recently on stream. That game that game simulates the feel and look of football very, very close to what we see now. Like the running, the blocking, the logic. Right. Y'all, I just need to go back and look at my streams. Phenomenal bowl week game. I actually put that up on YouTube uh, earlier today. Great game. And I've been doing a little bit of practicing with my other dynasty because I switched up. Had some people on Twitch told me to do a dynasty. I mean, do a franchise mode with the um, 
with the Raiders. But I was just comparing what I'm seeing on the field now, like that um that Marcus in the Marcus, that Mark Ingram run compared to runs I've done in the game recently is like very similar. Very. Yeah, I know the Rock is in it, bro, but I mean it still looks like a Fortnite game. The Rock is in a video game. How's that cool? Let's be honest. Wow, what's with the rock hate? I mean, I'm not the biggest. If the rock is not in a wrestling game, how's it cool? He's in Jumanji. Enough said. Um, (laughs) (laughs) If they made a Scorpion King game, I wouldn't play it, but still. If I'm not mistaken, I think they did. Yeah, and it yeah, it was just as bad as the movie. Itself. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that good. It wasn't that good. I can um anything else y'all got? I mean, that's a pretty short show. Yeah, yeah and the game fun. awards must be oh, on no, it is. I got, oh, okay. okay. No, no, go ahead. No. I was gonna say I had some shit to talk about because we had a conversation. I saw Oh this yeah, that's right. Go ahead. Dumbass tweet crossed my timeline. Nick writes, oh dumbass. Had the nerve to say that James Harden is the greatest player to never win a ring. Oh, I'm not mm. talking about this. this Comment section. How do y'all feel? Name all the play. Now, 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 we're not even gonna address the fact that Harden isn't because obviously he's not. Who do y'all think is, or some of the people that come to mind automatically? And I, I and I have two in mind that I already uh, tweeted out before. So, no, I don't think everybody up with. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, in the chat, name your players that haven't won an NBA ring that you think are the best players, the best players to not win an NBA ring. Because, you know, players that come to mind for me, um, obviously, Charles Barkley. Um, Allen Iverson is up there, but I think, honestly, I would probably put... No, Carmelo did win a champion, didn't he? Oh, no, well, he didn't. Carmelo did not. But we already know Bills ain't going to recognize him, so... Well, I put him over Harden. Dang, that's tough, bro. Yeah. Man, you must really hate Harden to do that. <laughs> I don't even hate Harden. I just like to be unbiased when I'm talking basketball. If we're talking about human beings, Carmelo needs to die. But besides the point, I just... Yeah, I mean... Harden, I don't think, is anywhere near the top of that list. You got the Reggie Millers of the world. You got the Patrick Ewings of the world. You got the um, – Charles like, Oakley didn't win a – Oh, shit, he did. I don't think he did. No. No, he didn't. He played for the Bulls, but he didn't play when he was winning. And he also played for the Knicks and got held back by the Bulls. Right. Yeah, so you have you have guys that haven't – Allen Houston. Uh, Chris oh, Paul. That's a, that's a good one. Chris Paul. I, 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 won't say, I won't say one of the best. I will say one of the most underrated is Alan Houston. Chris yeah. Paul, though, Jeff definitely. And Stockton. Or Stockton for sure. Um, let me see. Grant Hill. Yeah, even yeah. though his, yeah. his career was I don't, I, don't, I don't think his injury should hold him back. His I know somebody was saying prime uh, Tracy McGrady. Um, and it's funny because he, uh, yeah, he, he is one season short of being a champion. If he had just stuck around one more year, he would have Yeah, or, I would, or if I would, they would have guarded Ray Allen, they would have had a chance. I would, never, I would not say there. that Grant Hill is it should be hindered by injuries because it does not take away his talent. He's still been a phenomenal player after the injuries. So he could put him as one. I, I you have Anthony Hardaway. That's another one. Penny Hardaway uh, is another interesting one. Um, but if you want my my personal ones, I'll say um, easily to be Barkley, Allen Iverson, and um, uh, Patrick Ewing. 
Those yeah. are my three. And my two players were Reggie Miller and Allen Iverson. But, but you also got to think about Rod Strickland. Somebody said Chris Weber. That's an interesting one, too. Yeah, Weber's a good interesting one. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out who else. Um, Reggie's a good one, like you said. Yeah, I mean, Reggie Miller, you got to think about it. He carried that small market team his whole career and went through numerous head coaches, numerous point guards, numerous you know teams just in general mm-hmm. as far as just the rosters around him. Yeah. Trying to think anybody else that I can. That's what I'm trying to think about. Um, um, Arvita Sabonis, Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor never won a ring. Elgin Baylor. He's he's another one that technically got a ring but didn't play because he played like a part of that season. George Mm -hmm. Gervin. Mm -hmm. George Gervin. Yeah. Never won a ring. Uh, Pete Maravich never won a ring. Nope. Um, Steve Nash. Steve Nash never won a ring. Uh, yeah, Pelican man put out Steve Nash. Honestly, people are going to bash me for this, but Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard was the most dominant center in the league for a good five or six years. As of right now, yes. that's He's still in the league, but I can, I'll can i put him on the list as of right now. Yeah. Bernard King was a monster. He never won yeah. a ring. Huh. All right. Uh, Artis Gilmore was dominant in his time. Bob Lanier doesn't have a ring. Matumbo doesn't have a ring. Alex English was like the scorer of the 80s. He didn't have a ring. The fact that Matumbo doesn't have a ring is criminal because he played very well throughout his entire career. And the closest he got was that 76ers Lakers final. Him and right. Allen Iverson. He is yep. Dominique Wilkins. Ravens Nation stupid, man. <laughs> Fruitcake guess. Uh, he's not lying, though. <laughs> yeah, Elgin Baylor, man. Elgin Baylor. He's not, hey, he's not lying. Amari Stoudemire, I'm not going to put him on that list. Amari Stoudemire had like two good years, got that big contract with the Knicks and never was heard from again. Dan Daly said Ewing is the most disrespected superstar. I don't agree with that. Um, As far as getting dunked on, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. Uh, you know, like, like Jordan and Pippen like, made him his bitch. I was like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one when Jordan hit the side, when Jordan hit that – um. The okey doke on the side. The okey, yeah, hit that yeah. The <laughs> on the baseline. It's like Jesus Christ, like like you and just stood there, and let that happen. Like, damn. Well, here's the thing that's the most offensive about that play. Every time I go and watch it, I'm just like, y'all motherfuckers are the reason why people watch basketball today and say that Jordan played against plumbers. How the fuck you let that shit happen? <laughs> that's what I was saying. I'm like, <laughs> like that. I would have fought them niggas if I was Patrick Ewing. Like, <laughs> he shouldn't have even gotten to the rim, my nigga. Like, right. It's bro. like, it's like yeah. he got blindsided by it. It's like he just got caught with the okie doke, and, and all of a sudden, you ain't look over. It was too late. The Jordan? Sad, yeah. The, the sad part about that play is that you had Starks. I, I think it was Starks and maybe Charles Smith. They yeah. followed him out right. to the sideline. They didn't Nobody bother to cut off the baseline. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and he... Cause he just he he just, he dribbled back out and then quickly turned back in like oh you Bro, don't think he's it, gonna retreat along? <laughs> bothers me every time I watch it. I'm like Jordan, how do you let a motherfucker turn his back to you and then spin around you? And then Ewan gets over there on time and still gets banged on. Just like, come on, bro. He did that shit in a playoff game, too. Right, right. Fucking disrespectful. 
Oh, because yeah, that that pet that Pippen over Ewan Dunk was in the playoffs too. That shit was rude, yeah. That shit was rude as well. But that Jordan Dunk, it's just like, come on, man. Yeah, that that was a jacked up one. Now the Pippen one, you and kind of had you and kind of had that one coming. You you got you and got over there a tad bit late, right? But that yeah, he Jordan got- one, he was there on time and like early. <laughs> it got bang like little <laughs> Yeah, the, the Ewing dunk or the Pippen dunk on Ewing wasn't it wasn't the dunk itself. It was after the dunk when he oh the push off and then he walked over him. That was, <laughs> yeah. that, was that was the worst part about yeah. it. That's true. And the, the funniest, the actual, the funniest part that, about that is when uh, I, I guess it's real. Uh, Vids did a voiceover of that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like technical foul, nuts in the face. Yeah. <laughs> what got me about the Ewing dunk is like Jordan just kept going higher. Mm-hmm. Higher, he went higher than he really had. Like he dunked it as he was still rising. That's yeah. what it was. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was like it's like he meant to do that shit. It's like, damn man, you ain't didn't have to go out like that. That was one of the smoothest plays. Like as far as just like he caught the ball and he did a little jab step and then he drove baseline. Boom, they cut him off. I'm like, all right, cool, they got him cut off. Then all of a sudden. <laughs> He just pirouette. It goes back around and pirouette and goes straight to the rim. Like, okay, maybe he'll lay it up. No, this motherfucker banged on your best. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. Like, what do you even do after that? I'm just know. mad that two players chased him. And it- I didn't think cut off the baseline. Even if you get a foul. Come right. Even if you follow him, it's like, yo, you're not letting that happen on my watch. Somebody, it was like, somebody grab him. I'm like, right. And, and, and the thing about it, back then, it was kind of okay to grab him like that. It's like, yo, that- I, I low-key wish instead of Ewing it was Oakley under the basket, he would have fucking shoved his ass. Yeah. Oakley, Anthony Mason, they would have been like, we're not no, even I would say this. Shit. Oakley and Jordan are boys, so he probably would have shoved Oakley's- no. no, 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 not Oakley. Mason, Mason would have done that shit. No, Mason- Oakley's touched him up, though. Oakley's touched him up before. I agree, but I, I, I'm more inclined to say, like, Mason would have sent his ass to the third row. But you, but oh, you yeah, know yeah. what? When the Knicks made that defensive switch to put Mason, it actually worked for a little bit. Yeah. Right, right. That was the crazy part. It was just like Mason was their, uh, was their defensive stopper at the time. He was one of the original point forwards. Yep. Really. Yeah, he, was, he was. He had an awkward – like, the way he would bring up the ball was awkward as hell. But it yeah. looked like he was out of control, but he, like, never was. It was so weird. Right. He, he, it was, like, out of control, but in control. And, uh, he, and he was a lefty. That made it even more awkward. Uh, let's just name some players real quick from Ravens Nation's list. We don't have to really do any research for this, but he uh, said do y'all's top ten uh, football players never to win a ring. The first one to come to mind to me is Dan Marino. Marino, Barry. Dan Marino. Dan Barry. Dan Marino, Barry. Um, um, I don't have a top uh, I'm thinking. Yeah, I don't have a top ten. It's just, it's just criminal that Marino and Barry don't have one. <laughs> Warren Moon doesn't have one. Randy Moss. No, wait a minute. You, right. you would have to restrict it to the NFL. I, I would think Warren Moon Warren won the CFL because he remember he played in the CFL before. Yeah, he did, and he did very well in that league. He played in the NFL, so I mean, and no, not all of his games were in the NFL. Yeah, but not all of them. But I'm saying still, he did play. I mean, Fouts is another one. Um. No, I'm not I'll, saying I'll, that. I'll put, a, I'll put an asterisk next to Warren Moon because he did win a championship. I'm yeah, sorry. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think and, so. I don't and, and I know the question in mind is just thinking NFL, but I'm, I'm me. I'm always 
he's thinking overall, just like I consider uh, championships recognized before the Super Bowl era. Right, because you also got to think about he put up big numbers in the CFL as well. Like, you combine his numbers, his his numbers, NFL and CFL. Yeah, he's probably the most prolific passer ever. Right, if you combine those numbers, you'd be like, damn, like, you think, you know, uh, Drew Brees and, and Peyton Manning is up there with numbers. No, no, Warren Moon. That's the same thing with uh, that's the same thing with Dr. J too, though. Mm-hmm. Right, ABA, NBA. Right, you're right. Um, I'm not not to say that it counts. I'm just saying when you look at the totality of somebody's body of work, it's phenomenal with those numbers. Well, I have a list here. I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at a at an article. I mean, you got Dan Fouts, um, LT, Ladane Tomlinson. Gail Sayers, Thurman Thomas, O.J. Simpson, T.O., Tim Brown, Andre Reed, Chris Carter's crackhead ass. Andre Reed, that's criminal. Him and Don Beebe. Randy Moss, Larry Fitzgerald, Andre Johnson, Steve. Larry Fitzgerald, Larry Fitzgerald, criminal. Uh, Antonio Gates, Ozzie Newsome, Kellen Winslow Jr., you know what? I'm kind of I'm kind of okay with Antonio Gates because he played with the Chargers along with Phillip Rivers, and I'm not. Yeah, well, when you have when you have Phillip Rivers, you know shit like that happens. But that's what know. I'm saying. So I can't put him in a top ten, but I I get it. You're 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 basically legitimately like a, the Charles Barkley of the NFL. John Randall, JJ Watson, interesting one because they think how many years he's played now and still doesn't have one. Yeah, John uh, Randall, yeah. Erlacher, um, Erlacher, you would think he would have one if you just think about his name. Aeneas Wood, his motherfucker said Kaepernick. Anyway, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Who said Kaepernick? Wow, <laughs> Crowder dropped the touchdown. The no, 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 no. I'm not going to say he's one of the top ten players or one of the best to never win one. I'm not going to say that. He he went to the Super Bowl and he lost. But you you're putting him up against other players that are like, you know, they're astronomically better than him. And I'm Aeneas, not, that's not a that's not a knock on. Cap, but we just got to be honest. You look at other players we're talking about, and he doesn't even belong in the conversation of a Dan Marino or Barry Sanders or Deacon Jones or all these other ones that we're talking about. He's a good player, but he yeah. just does not have that. He doesn't even have the body of work to even be named with them. You got Aeneas Williams, who's a top five corner pretty much his entire career. Champion. He didn't win one with the Rams? No. Really? No. Wow. Oh, he oh. caught it this time. This one was more difficult than the last he one. Was on a, he was on the 2014 that lost to the Patriots, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Okay, Champ, Bailey, Champ Bailey's a fucking offensive one when you think about that. The, right. It was his fault that that damn ball snapped over Peyton Manning's head in that Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> he was on that team. It's like, damn. Yeah, that's a touchdown one. Let me look at this. How oh. in the hell he caught that? Wow. That's what I'm looking at. I've made a catch like that before. London Fletcher, Bruce Matthews, yeah. London yeah. Fletcher, yeah, Bruce Matthews, yeah. But the ones that have, you know, the ones that immediately come to mind are Barry Sanders and, and Dan Marino for me. Yo, those two. Yeah, those, those are the main two. And it's getting to the point where you're going to start talking about like a Larry Fitzgerald along those lines, along with those two. Along with Bernie two. Kozar. Andrew Luck was on that list. Yeah, but. Andrew Luck retired early because of injuries. Not saying he's not one of the best, but it's just different circumstances. Yeah, it's different circumstances. That's what I'm saying. Just, Jim Kelly had four chances. Um, it, it's it's sad that he. I ain't gonna say it's criminal. It's sad that he didn't win one. Yeah, okay. that's it. If it wasn't for that, uh, that Scott Norwood, he would have at least one because he at wasn't winning the other three. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty, there was I'm no way sure. in hell he's winning the other, other, other uh, Super Bowl games. I'm pretty sure that nobody on the Bills team from that era, or even Marv Levy, I think, 
I'm pretty sure that nobody sends him Christmas cards. Oh, that's right. Benny Testaverde. Marvel, even. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Frank Targeting did lose Super Four Super Bowl. But they didn't lose four in a row, though. That's the thing. Like, no, I don't think they lost four yeah, in a row. But, I think they... Yeah, here's what's bad about the Fran Targeting one, though. Back when there weren't that many teams in the league and you know you're going to make it back. Okay, and you right, move right, again right. to the same team. It's like, fuck, bro. That shit has to suck. Like, you're the best quarterback in the league. You got the best defense in the league. One of the best defenses ever. You get back and it's just like, get outplayed again. Right. That has to suck. It's like, you know you're going to make it back. Yeah, yeah. It's like the Bills. Oh, yeah, they did. They did four in a row. It's just like the Bills. It's like, now. you know you're going to make it back if you're the Bills, right? You know y'all are the best team in the AFC. It's not close. You just happen to be running into – some of the greatest teams ever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. The Giants absolutely controlled the clock in that game. Yeah, because they knew the fun and gun, what it was, the K-gun offense was just too powerful back then. The K-gun offense that the Bills ran, I mean, the Giants were good, but they couldn't stop it. That's why they tried their best to control the clock. The Bills honestly created that whole tempo. Right. Uh, The K-gun offense was like beast you know that's funny it's like bills had the k gun and what did falcons and the saints had another had to run and shoot shoot. but it was something else it was like red gun or something like that yeah it was something like that right 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 but i know they i know when um june jones came in he started running the run and shoot and you know that's one of the like one of the I think it's one of the only moments you have four receivers with over a thousand yards receiving. See, everybody you, talks about. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, DJ. I was about to say. Sometimes I, my, I think about the offenses back in the day, like run and shoot, red gun, K gun, whatever. And I was like, no different than the spread offense. Well, and, and see, yeah, it's like, being like spread is more streamlined. Just to say, instead of saying red, sh- run and shoot. Red gun, K gun. Yeah, the the, the differences with the, the differences with the the run and shoot in the spread. The spread had the quarter the quarterback and shotgun. The run and shoot literally, the run and shoot literally had the quarterback under center with four receivers, two on each side, and a, and a single back. That and was, even even good. even if he had, but there were some formations where there were three wide receivers on one side. Right. Yeah, but also, the they, didn't, they didn't use shotgun very much back then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Running the, the run and shoot was not a shotgun oriented offense. It, it, the quarterback was still under center. That would made it kind of weird to run. But when people talk about the offenses of today, man, they need to go back and watch Air Coriel because some of them yeah. AFL games they were lighting it the fuck up. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they and were. he had and he definitely had a, a coaching tree going on. Jo- Joe Gibbs was one of them. And people want to talk about uh. Receivers, man, I'll tell you the most underrated receiver I've ever seen, Lance Allworth. Hmm. Lance Allworth could play in any era. He was yeah. a, he was a Julian Edelman that was a deep threat. It was scary. Between him and Hal Carmichael, I could see them to play in any era. Crazy. Uh, uh, last thing I got is um, Ravens Nation asked, do you think the Colts of the 2000s took from that Bills offense in the 90s? No doubt. I think a lot of teams did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times you, know, you got to think about it. A lot of that stuff ever it was evolution to other types of offense, like the K gun turned into like the run and shoot, and 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 other type, like you said, the red gun, and um, especially when around 95, 96, when players, when quarterbacks actually throwing the ball more, it was predicated knowing that the Bills made the Super Bowl over and over again because they threw the ball more. So other teams, it was like like they say, even back then, 
that was like the the beginning of a, the NFL being a copycat league. You saw where when one team does something, then other teams started to do it, and you've seen it ever since. I mean, yeah, you you uh, like uh, you know the Bills were the first teams to really hand the ball off from shotgun when they were hurrying up. Boom, get right. to All right, look at this formation. We're gonna hand it off to Thurman, and then you know you just keep you just keep moving down the field, and yeah, the Colts definitely got that. But back to what Pooh said, um, yeah, man, look up look up those stats, dude. I mean. Lance Allworth was well, having that. You don't, you, don't up, you don't have to look up stats. Google them on YouTube. They got all that stuff on YouTube nowadays. You can watch them play. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, dude has 69 catches for 1,600 yards and 14 touchdowns. That's unheard of in 1965. Right. That dude was crazy good, bro. I mean, scary good. He was averaging 23 yards per catch. Well, you can always – I think what – you can always go and um play uh, APF. Isn't he on APF? You know, you know. No, unfortunately, he's not. He's not on. Really. Oh no, he's not. I just thought they didn't about. include any. Honestly, they didn't include any AFL players really, aside from um, I think Kellen Winslow was on there, but Lance Allworth was a glaring omission. I think Dan Fouts could have made it even if you made him a silver quarterback. Um, you know, obviously, we don't know if they went after those licenses, but no, they probably did. I'm still, but then again, they didn't. They didn't go for any AFL. I mean, all those players was like they were individually licensed. I think. But you know what? I'm still That's another reason. Oh, go ahead. I'm still mad. APF only got two out of three uh, posse members. Uh, they because they had Gary Clark and they had Ricky Sanders, but for some reason they didn't get Art Monk, and he was the number. He was the main person. So right, right. You know, I had to make right, like Art said, Monk. But like I said, it was, it was more of a, a they were the game with individually licensing players. That's one of the reasons why the, the game tanked because they had to play all those. They had to pay all those players back. I want to know what Jim Brown was asking. For <laughs> tonight, right. on there, like, what was he asking for? Uh, that's a good question. Like, what was Deion Sanders asking for? Like, some of them mm. guys that were left off, Michael Irvin. Like, what like, would he they wanted? They wanted Deion so bad, they even they, they unofficially put him in the game. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they put his likeness and movement in the game. All you had to do is like create a, a gold star, um, cover cornerback, and you have his moves and everything. But just think about it. It's like they have they have Troy Aikman, they have Emmett Smith, but they don't have Michael Irvin. It's like you, you wonder like what were these guys asking for? So all right. interesting. Um, what else you got? What else you guys got? That's going to, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm probably gonna tune into this game awards just to see it. It's apparently Death Stranding already won one of its uh Man, stop playing. So yo, did y'all hear about um uh, the developer, uh, and oh, like the game awards and Kojima got like in cahoots of them being nominated for X amount of games or the X amount of awards uh, categories. Like yeah, um, I heard rumblings of that. I think it was like not the actual words itself, it was actually a, a person that was on the uh, the, that was actually in the game itself. Scam. So they were trying to like link the two, but to tell you the truth, I, I really don't care because Damn. I'm like at the end of the day, these game awards are just over exaggerated opinions. Scam. So, so it's not. I'm like they could a, a game could brag about winning awards, but everyone has their favorite game. They have their favorite preference. Everybody could go on and say, "Well, these are my game in the year. Uh, these are my game in the year." Uh, nominees and this is what I think the game of the year is and just take it. Scam. <laughs> it's a scam. I mean how a game just came out like a few months ago 
could get any type of honor for game of the year. And the game was under this much scrutiny. It was not like a game that was like a really good game. It was a game that had its issues that wasn't necessarily a quote unquote game. I don't know. Man, listen. I think, I think if anything, that that it the gameplay itself look it just it didn't seem like it was something that everybody would play. And I and they knew that. But then at the same time, it's a, it's about the themes that came from that game that speak to the people a lot more than the actual gameplay itself. I mean, in the business I'm in, I, I see scams every day. I see the Grammys. I see the AMA. Right. I see the billboards. So I'm not, you know. My thing is, this is like, this is basically like fodder for the corporate slaves. Oh, yeah. We already seen one person then taking L left and right all week long, and he's still <coughs> taking the L as we speak. But you know what? <coughs> what's funny, but the thing about it is what, it, what really, you know, disappointed me about that, knowing that the fact that he took that L, you know he went after Candace. Yeah, I know. I've been I've been watching. That's this dirty. Whole like thing, you had man. all this. Uh, yeah, all these other people roasting you. You decided to go after her. Well, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not gonna say he went after her on on his own. She chimed in too. Everybody but else. It, did it, as well. it became. It became. Yeah, it became a back and forth. But it's not saying, not saying, not a saying, back that, and forth between I mean, them two and. I'm like, it's been funny to watch. And I mean, I mean, he can say what he said about me, but I'm just saying, you had all these other people. I said something. Wait a minute, did he, he say said, anything about you? Because no, he he's really not, just speaking in general. No, no he wasn't speaking in general when he talked about it. He was talking straight up about her, but I'm just saying. No, I, no, no, no. I was asking you. No, was he, he talking about you? About, no, he said nothing about me. Okay, I mean, I didn't, I didn't say nothing that was necessarily like out of the way. But it's just the fact that all these other people were saying stuff, and he decided to go out to her. Well, because, well, see, here's the thing. And here's the thing. This is, and I don't care how he feels about it. I'm going to bring it up. This is the Ryan Moody syndrome, okay? Mm. You take a whole bunch of L's, and then you pick the one W you might be able to get. That's what it is. You see all those people in your mentions, and you pick the one person that might be a dub. So let's pick on Hollywood sports, right? That's what it is. Yeah. I'm taking all these L's. If I go at this person, it'll be another L. Let me see if I can get a dub over here. That might be easier. Yeah, and, sad, and the sad thing is, he's not even winning that. <laughs> right. I was like, truth be told, the thing is, the thing is, at the end of the day, he should have just said, "Say, you know what? It is what it is." Yeah, I'm like, that's at the end of the day, it's his opinion that got him into this mess, and he should, and he should have said exactly what you just said. I'm like, look, that's my opinion. I'll just ignore everybody else, but he can't ignore it because right. he knows it's true. All right, 104 is in the books. Um, any plans for the weekend uh, leading up to Tuesday or, or what, what y'all got uh, going on? Well, I mean, Terrence Crawford's fighting this weekend. Uh, you have a racist UFC fighter fighting this weekend that I hope oh, gets some block knocked the fuck that. off. Nope, the Ravens um, just scored again. Got a pay-per-view for WWE on Sunday. Probably going to finish my song sometime this weekend. Got some gigs coming up, so I'm amped about that, but... That's pretty much it. Get some Christmas shopping done sometime early next week and be done with that. And Okay. What about yeah, you, DJ? Probably going to spend some more time trying to recover. As soon as I shake this, I'll probably be in the right mind frame to do it. Because I've been meaning to get back to my blog, but it's just I'm not in the right mind frame with this ear situation. So, Well, write a right. blog about your ear situation. No, it's not a no. right up blog. It's like I can't hear out this left side. It, you know, it's funny. It's especially annoying when someone is on your left side and they're trying to talk to you, 
and I have right. to turn my head just to, and then don't, don't let anything else on my right side be going on and creating noise, and I can't hear it at all. The blockage, okay. the blockage is really fucking annoying because then you get to the point where some days when it really does start calming down and going away, mm-hmm. you'll hear the popping and say, "Fuck, I hope it just goes away in one fell swoop." And then, you know, oh, don't get worse if you have a headache. That pressure is gonna kill you. That's what I'm saying. So it just, you know, it's just yeah. And I was saying that earlier because I, I when I walked downstairs, there were like two separate instances where I heard pops. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, we're, we're but I, realistically, I was like, I know where I'm getting there. I'm getting there and I'm just keep working at it. Now, have you looked up anything? Because there were some things when I had it that helped. Mm-hmm. Like uh, they say, if you blow your nose, but do it like yeah, kind of slowly and gradually. Trust yeah. me, I've been doing yeah. all of that. Including yeah, so. Like uh, like I use the hydrogen peroxide as a home remedy. Yeah, you might, you might, you might get you might have to get some wax RX. Yeah, I may have to. Yeah, it just it's it's just one of those things. It goes away when it goes away. Unfortunately, there are. See, things and that's that you what can, I was thinking too. Yeah, yeah. I don't because I because at the same time you're dealing with the eardrum and it's sensitive. You don't want to keep messing around, even if you have the right stuff. At the end of the day, I'm not a doctor, even though yeah, I, I can I, research I, stuff just like one. But yeah. Because the doctor, all they're going to do is, I, I guess they have something that they can stick in your ear and kind of get the air out if it's air or fluid, mm-hmm. um, you know, but really it's just something that kind of just goes away. I, I've had it. Uh, I had it a couple summers ago. Um, mm-hmm. I had it a couple of springs ago also. and It, it is fucking annoying. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, it's just kind of one of those things that just go away. <laughs> one day, <laughs> one day you wake up, it's just gone. He's like, can I get a free copy of the record? Motherfucker, you get, let me tell you something. <laughs> no, let me tell you, let me tell you something. I'm be straight up about this. All right. People have been seeing me. Uh, I, I take that back. And and this isn't a shot at you, Pelican Man. This is more so a shot at people within my city and people on my Facebook page. People have had an opportunity to see me perform before I started getting gigs and all of this, you know so-called notoriety in the city people have had an opportunity to see me sing for about five years now so at this point there's not much free shit to go around bro there's just not and and it's sad because you know you want your support from your city but unfortunately i just gotta leave and come back and maybe i'll get you know maybe i'll get a show at the biggest arena here but that's that's just my little spill on it that's yeah. funny. That's how I feel about uh, personal training. I've offered personal training, uh, present company excluded from this because I understand. Um, but just you know, the people around me, I've offered my services as a personal trainer, and people are like, eh, it's too expensive. And blah, blah. I'm like, it's my time. Oh, well, not that I say it to their face, but I'm right. thinking I'm spending my time and I know how much I'm worth. And right. yeah. it's just like, and some people expect like a discount. Because either their family or their close friend, I'm just like, nope, eighty nine dollars an hour. Yeah, I mean, people hear that. <laughs> people hear that I'm working with a producer that just sold a beat to Robin Thicke, and all of a sudden they care. But back when I was just pulling my own weight, they didn't give a fuck. So yeah, because, because here's the thing with personal training, a lot of people don't understand when they go to the gym, the the the, the company they take at least about at the they take. They can do like 60, 40. There's always a split where totally you're paying that much. You just think, and the trainer only gets maybe 30 or 40 or 50 dollars of it, or according to the percentage. And then when 
as a freelance, if I'm like, oh, I'm this is $89 an hour or $90 an hour, technically that's what you're that's what um you're paying both the the gym and the trainer for if you go to a facility versus if you're just paying me. All of it's coming to me. Yeah. So hey. It's just interesting. It's like I mean, if you can pay full price for a Jay-Z album. If you can pay full price for a Sam Smith album, mm-hmm. if you can't stream a, you know, name them. If you can't stream their album for free, I mean, it's uh, you shouldn't be able to stream mine for free. Well, you know mm-hmm. what it is. And Pelican, man, trust me, it ain't going to be two more years. Shit, might be two more months at this rate. You guys got to stay tuned, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, it's close. It's close because he's like I said, he's he's doing a lot of moves. He's got that, the right. He right now he has the right people in place. So we said this in the beginning of the podcast. So like you know, got a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, as for me, I'm gonna continue to stream. I'm gonna probably do some Madden 08 tomorrow. Yeah, I um, every it. every Saturday I'm gonna be doing a different um type of stream. I'll probably play some Insurgency, which I did stream that, and nobody gives a fuck about that. Great, great, great <laughs> game playing Insurgency. Had a pretty good game on that, but um, probably do something on Saturday nights, which is different. But throughout the week, it's gonna be NCAA Madden, NCAA Madden, and like on Saturday, that'll be the different game that I'm gonna play. Um, looks like everything's gonna be on up and up with that. Uh, probably be streaming at eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. That's the time when the wife and baby goes to bed, and you know, and uh, once if if they're not too tired or if I'm not having quality time with the wife, that's where I'll be doing this. But um, other than that, um, y'all will catch me here tomorrow. Um, I'll be on Twitch doing the same old, same old. Back Thursday, I know um, somebody in the chat asked about um, when we're going to do the bowl picks for the uh, college playoffs. We're going to do that next week. Are they all set? Yeah, they're set. Okay. You know what I mean? All the bowls are set. All the, um, well, the Stream bowl Jumanji. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh. Basically, we'll we'll talk about the college games because, like, all the college games will start next week. Um, the ones that really have meaning to them will start around after Christmas, so we'll start doing picks on that. So, so wait a minute, they're calling it the Xbox Series X. Xbox Series X for what? That's what I'm trying. Okay, the new Xbox is called Xbox. So the next gen Xbox is being called Xbox Series X. Good lord. Ew. <laughs> Ew. They couldn't come up with another name. Like they really couldn't come up with another name. I don't even, uh, I don't even care at this point. As long no, I say like they couldn't come up with another name. Still, it's like, come on, man. So we're gonna call this the series. Just call it Series X. Why they couldn't come up with another name? Series X. Uh, yeah, that's for that. They should have stuck with the Scarlet. Right, exactly. All right, guys. Um, we're gone. Uh, what happened? Of course, to Kid Smooth is sold. What whatever happened to me streaming Death Stranding? I found the game born, and I didn't sell that kid a dick in a box. He'll take it. Wow. I mean, that's that's basically what it was. I mean, I did not. <laughs> I basically I, I didn't find I didn't find Death Stranding streamable. Mm. Sue me. All right, we're gone. <laughs> all, right. all right peace, peace everybody thanks for co- everybody coming yeah absolutely thanks everybody for coming through love you guys that's what Somewhat. she said
<laughs> what did she say? <laughs> I don't know. Some type of girl telling him something. I don't know. Come on, man. <laughs> That's awful. All right, we out. Peace. Peace. Jesus Christ. Peace, man.